Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SmackDown Live episode 1020 and 205 Live episode 119. Before I get into these episodes, I completely forgot in the last episode to talk about uh, Ronda beating the crap out of Becky and Becky uh, just smiling, taking the beating and loving every second of it. Um, I think it's just fired her up. Uh, she tweeted later that this is the Ronda that I want to fight at WrestleMania. So, um, yeah, we'll get to that a little bit more, but I wanted to not completely gloss over it like I did in the last episode because uh, that's a pretty important development. And, um, yeah, we have more from Charlotte and Becky in this episode of SmackDown. Um, but chances are I would forget to talk about Raw also by the time I get to that. So let's get into it. Uh, we started out with a, uh, a Daniel Bryan promo. I actually missed the first couple of minutes because I was uh, doing something and I had YouTube on playing something I wasn't even paying attention to. And I was like, oh, crap, it's five after. So I tuned in a little bit late. But uh, Daniel Bryan calling out kevin and kevin comes out and they trade words and we end up with the main event match of the night was kevin versus harper not harper versus kevin versus rowan um so we'll get to that in a little bit uh i don't remember anything particularly notable or at least i didn't think anything was particularly maybe i thought that i would remember more than i do um when i was writing my notes i just wrote kevin in db promo uh there's a thing about pan uh, people who throw pancakes uh, re uh replaced by person who eats pancakes that was uh that was an okay burn and uh the response to it was even better that uh yeah it, it it was good it was good um the Uzos come out and make fun of the miz and we get the miz versus jay uso and the miz wins via skull crushing finale after jimmy and shane uh get into a, a fight on the outside of the ring um now all of these authority figures getting involved in these matches their focus is getting taken it's the exact same problem that made uh baron corbin such a poor general manager uh if everybody's getting involved in these these matches they're not focusing on the entire rest of the show so they're not fixing anything are they because over on uh on raw we have batista getting all of triple h's attention um yeah by the way uh, it was uh, reported today that uh, Champa is undergoing neck surgery. Um, so I guess this is a kind of a spoiler because uh, nothing is said about it on the TV shows at all. And this may, it, this will affect the Dusty Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and the NXT Championship. Um, but uh, he's getting surgery this week and uh, could be out for a long time. So that's that's a, a huge bummer, but um, it's always uh, if somebody's injured, it's always better that this be the case than worse. 
um because especially as far as neck spine head all of that area injuries could be uh are are uh potentially life threatening so um i hope that his surgery goes well and um and the recovery goes well um and uh, well i we'll see down the road um how all that goes i mean uh in in the next couple of weeks we'll see how things go uh in the in the short term so good luck good luck tomaso um and yeah it's it's a bummer for the their story the whole diy story that they're back together now but we do have a couple of matches over on the dusty classic um and some other stuff there's a lot more to leave like yeah, I'll talk about I'll talk about this more in the, the uh, in the next episode because I'll be t- actually have watched um, this week's NXT. So um, yeah, moving on, we have our truth come out, and um, I joked in the last episode that he would he's probably gonna end up with a fatal four way, an open challenge fatal four way, and then a five pack challenge, and then a six. So we did get a, an open challenge fatal four way this week. Um, <laughs> I wrote down like a lot of what he said. He says, every week I'm exhausted. Um, He says, John Cena says never give up, but he also says, you can't see me, but I see him all the time. Like he was, uh, I saw him in that, in that robot movie. And I see him uh, backstage and stuff. That was really funny. And, um, he issues the open challenge and Lacey Evans comes out and then leaves as she has been doing. And, uh, I think this, this could be, Oh, uh, Kevin called Eric Rowan, uh, Redwood. I wrote that down as a potential name of this episode, but I also really liked, uh, our truth saying, come back, miss sexy gloves. That was really good. It seems like they're adding more and more to her introduction each time this is the i think she was the the southern bell last week and then tonight she was the the sexy southern bell or something i don't know anyway the real challenger comes out joe but then also comes out ray mysterio and then also comes out andrade cian almas and we get an open challenge four-way it was freaking awesome this is pay-per-view quality match incredible like Go go watch this match. It's awesome. And Samoa Joe wins. He is the new United States champion. And that is uh like this whole sequence of events, like this portion of the show is like blows the entire rest of the week out of the water. It was it was great. Other uh, uh two oh five live was awesome um as well. Uh Joe gets an interview backstage and uh he's he had enough of our truths nonsense he does he says that he doesn't pander he doesn't dance he just is going to it, all he's gonna get all that is in store for his opponents is disrespect because they are foolish enough to yeah i am putting words in his mouth now but uh it is a great backstage uh interview and is a great reminder of how awesome samoa joe is then we had alistair black and ricochet versus the bar um 
who got the win? I think Alistair Black got the pin. Um, so they 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 won, but then they were attacked by Rusev and Nakamura, um, and the Hardy Boys came to the rescue. Now it was a. Uh, I think I mentioned this. I I postulated that there would be uh, a triple threat match at Fastlane, and it was it was reported. It was announced right after I, I finished recording that episode that that match will happen at Fastlane. It'll be uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championship. And I didn't even realize this. My logic was that it had to be because they wouldn't go two pay-per-views in a row that the Tag Team Championship wasn't wasn't defended. It hadn't been defended on a pay-per-view since September, apparently. Um, that would be Hell in a Cell was the last time um, because we had... And that makes sense because Survivor Series. Um, well, I don't think I don't think they defend. They didn't defend it at uh, Super Showdown, um, which would have been Authors of Pain at the time. Um, was it? I can't remember. Anyway, they wouldn't have defended there. Survivor Series. It was champions versus champions, um, so they didn't defend it there. And TLC. Just they they didn't defend it uh, for whatever reason, and then they had that weird kickoff show match that wasn't a championship match, uh, Royal Rumble, and then they didn't have a match uh, at Elimination Chamber. So yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That had to ha- they had to have a match here uh, to go all the way from September to WrestleMania without defending that championship on a pay per view. That's crazy. So we have a triple threat. It's um, on Raw. It's for the Raw Tag Team Championships. It's the Revival versus Rude and Gable versus uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet. So I think that's going to be pretty awesome. And it's it's going to be inter- this Dusty Classic is interesting. It's like so many wrenches are in the are thrown in the works for it, and uh, because now these guys they're in that Dusty Classic, but they're also in this championship championship match. Um, on Raw, that's crazy. Um, and then uh, the whole DIY situation with Tommaso Ciampa being injured, um, that throws a huge wrench in the works for the Dusty Classic. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this more in the next episode. Getting sidetracked again and again and again. Uh, then we had Mandy Mandy Rose versus Naomi, and Mandy just destroys Naomi in like a minute. Um. And that, so they, they go back up the ramp, they're gloating and all that, and Asuka sneaks out. She, her, her music doesn't hit, she just comes out and beats the crap out of them and leaves. So we're getting Mandy versus Asuka on Sunday. Asuka's going to win. Asuka's going to win. And I think Naomi needs to be at ringside to run interference uh with Sonia Deville because Sonia was the the no Sonia wasn't the reason Lacey Evans was the reason that uh everyone got distracted when uh, Mandy won not everyone that Oscar got uh, distracted um it was announced that Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas will face each other on the kickoff this Sunday and I feel like that could that could be the match of the night, right there. Like get, giving away the best match for free on YouTube, that would get people to watch and then be disappointed 
<laughs> that none of it was as good as that kickoff match. Um, but yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, we have an interview with AJ backstage. He's hyping up Kofi and Randy. It's like, you're talking about somebody else deserving a title, uh, a title match. No wonder you took 15 years to get here or something like that. And he just walks off. Uh, then we have Kevin versus Rowan. Kevin wins via disqualification when Daniel Bryan attacks Kevin. And the attack continues after that. They just beat the crap out of him. But Mustafa Ali comes to the rescue, but he gets beat up also. Then we have Charlotte and Becky do their stuff there at the end. Charlotte beats the crap out of Becky. Um, but Becky is able to fight back and gets her in the disarm her after using her crutch uh, to turn the tides. And um, yeah, yeah, I was... It was, it was good to see uh, some more action from them um, after last night's events with the angry Ronda. Um, so, yeah, this episode was so... Okay, so I tweeted this because it was, it's exactly what happened as, uh, as I was watching this show. Uh, we had that AJ and Randy segment there towards the end. I realized, holy crap, I had a... This show, this episode has been so good. I didn't even think about uh, my favorite wrestler for the last two years. I didn't even think about him being anywhere near the show at all. And um, I think that says a lot about how great this episode was, um, at least for me personally. That I, I was like, oh my God, I forgot that AJ exists. I forgot that Randy Orton exists. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, kudos for this entire episode. It was full of very, very good stuff. Then over on 205 Live, we have the uh, next first round matchup uh, for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. We have Oni Lorcan making his 205 Live debut versus Umberto Carrillo. Uh, backstage, we have Jack Gallagher and Drew Gulak wearing their Carrillo shirts. And... um. I want to get one of those shirts or make one of those shirts either way. It's just his, it's just his, uh, stock photo, um, uh, plastered on a, on a white t-shirt seems simple enough to, to make yourself. If you, if you, if you care to do so, um, the, the biggest highlight, Oh yeah, this match was great. Um, the highlight that I wrote down was the, uh, fisherman suplex on the apron that looked brutal. But Oni Lurkin, I was not expecting... I wanted him to win. Uh, I'm a huge Oni Lurkin fan because Oni rules. Uh, but I I just wasn't expecting him to win because he is also in that... This adds an even uh, even more into that Dusty Classic uh, strangeness of all the crossover stuff that's going in there. Because Oni Lurkin is in there with his partner, Danny Birch. And maybe they're eliminated in the first round. I don't know. We'll find out, but I think that's interesting that he's in two tournaments at the same time. Um, and then we also have those uh, uh, Ricochet and Alistair in all the title pictures because uh, they're they're arguably in contention for the SmackDown championships as well. Um, but we have to resolve that Usos and Sh uh, Shane and Miz business. Business? This is my business card. <laughs> I wonder if he has business cards. Anyway, um, 
yeah only one and so he'll be in the uh in the uh, uh he'll face the winner of this next match at uh in round two i think maybe it's as, as soon as next week i don't know if they're they're padding him out a little bit more so we'll have one match next week one match the, the week after that or one match the week after that and then we had like a week break before uh wrestlemania or something like that i think that's the i think that works out math wise anyway uh then we had mike canellis angry that he didn't get in the tournament he said you promised me a match in the tournament and he said no i promised you a match but not in the tournament go back and watch the tape those are the exact words i use is that you'll have a match next week not that you'll have a match in the tournament. anyway he fights a local fella colby carino and he just destroys him before the bell rings and so it's declared a no contest this does this does mike canellis no good as far as upping his uh win loss record which uh which drake maverick cited as the reason that he was not in that tournament so canellis is screwed up again you got uh you got too angry too too soon uh and then we have cedric alexander versus akira tozawa the winner of this moves on in the tournament to face oni lorkin and this match was fantastic. Um, Oni versus Korea was great. Um, uh, but th- this match was even better. And I I honestly had no idea who could win. It could have been either of them at several points throughout the match. And um, I, like, I was rooting for both of them. Every time one of them had the slightest advantage or had the slightest disadvantage that I would root for them is very confusing because it's, you know, they're both at an advantage or a disadvantage at any given time. Anyway, uh, Cedric Alexander won. Cedric Alexander won via lumbar check after pulling Akira Tozawa off of the top ropes. Akira was getting set up for that uh, huge senton. And, um, yeah. Alexander hit him with a lumbar check and got the win. Go watch this match. It's awesome. Absolutely go watch the uh, the U.S. championship match over on SmackDown. It was even more awesome. So uh, in the coming weeks, the next round of the uh, tournament, we have Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak, which we knew from the results last week. And the results tonight, man, we see Oni Lurkin versus Cedric Alexander more oni that is great i'm excited um so i i'm i'm rooting for oni through this whole thing now um i don't know who my pick who did i pick i think i was i was rooting for umberto before now that umberto's out the the guy who beat him he's my new pick so uh yeah excellent excellent night of wwe here on Tuesday, February uh, March fifth. What what's the day today? Yeah, Tuesday, March fifth. Excellent day for WWE. Um, but also the somber news of Tommaso Ciampa's injury and uh, surgery coming up, and uh, his uh, inactivity for who knows how long. Um, but I'll talk again, I'll talk about that more in the next episode. Um, I believe we're going to have one of the DIY matches in this episode, uh, for the dusty classic. 
forget who they're going up against in the first round, but um, it's going to be good. This tournament's going to be really good, and um, I'm excited for it, even though it's going to be kind of a bummer because uh, of the uh, th- those circumstances. But it's also going to be awesome because we've got the E-Union, European Union in there, Marcel Bottel and uh, Fabian Eichner. Um, we've got the uh, the other people in there. <laughs> we've got uh, the DIY. Their last is this will be their last couple of matches. Um, from what I understand, they, there's like two matches that they're in. Um, so that's kind of that. I know that's a spoiler, but uh, did we really think DIY was going to lose in the first round? Ridiculous. Anyway, um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll talk about all of that more um, in in the next episode. Um, other things I watched uh, recently that uh, I recommend: Riverdale season two. I finally finished season two. It's it's getting crazy, um, and it's it's so sad that we lost Luke Perry. Um, he died of a stroke last week or no not last week just a couple of days ago he he had this had a stroke last week and then passed away um uh this week and that that's uh so sad uh because i mean he's only like 50 51 52 he plays fred andrews on riverdale um his son is also is a professional wrestler uh jungle boy um and i mean the thing that i've mostly seen him in is riverdale i never watched 90210 um and i'm sure i've seen seen him in a bunch of stuff but um i i I never was really like super aware of him until riverdale and um he just plays he plays red andrews so so well it's he's uh like my second favorite uh actor on that show um behind cole sprouse who plays uh jughead uh like those two are are so good and um the rest of the cast is pretty good too but um yeah it's it's so sad and um uh it makes it a little bit tough now to watch um because there's like four episodes i watched after that happens and um he's a pretty major part in the end of season two and um yeah, but at the same time, it's nice that we have something to enjoy watching him in. And it, like all of, all of the seasons of Nio Two and O are probably the biggest thing that people uh, would want to watch to to remember him and all that. So um, yeah, uh, as far as like it's it's been nice that there's been like more awareness about uh, strokes and uh, the warning signs of how like the symptoms and all that um to to be able to tell if you if you need to go see a doctor or all that uh you might be having a stroke or somebody that that you're with might be having one and uh that could absolutely um get get people medical attention faster um to be more aware of all those symptoms and um i should look into that even more i read i like skimmed one article real quick um i should uh read more attentively um to have uh to be better knowledgeable about it in case it's uh 
ever is pertinent information. Hopefully, it's information that never has to be used, but it's information that is absolutely useful if it does need to be used. That kind of thing. So, anyway, um, yeah, Riverdale Season 2, it gets crazy. I like it a lot, and um, I got to figure out a way to watch Season 3 easily. I might just buy it on Amazon, uh, just buy the, the digital episodes um, if I get impatient enough. But because um, they only have the five newest episodes on CW, that doesn't help me at all, the CW app. Um, by the way, CW Seed, that app has tons of great stuff on it. It does have commercials, uh, but you don't have to have a login or anything which is awesome um, because they have every single season. I'm getting so off track here, but every single season of whose line is it anyway, the United States uh, series of it um, is on there. So even the, the, the seasons that were on the seat uh, on ABC are on there, which is awesome. And then all the new seasons, they're still going, they're still putting out new episodes of who's like, who's lines is it anyway. Um, it, so if you're, if you're a fan that show, that's the best way to watch it because they're all there. Um, you don't have to search weird stuff on YouTube or Daily Motion or try to find bootleg uploaded copies of it everywhere. So, anyway, uh, the regular CW app, they only have the five newest episodes of all their stuff. They put all the shows on there for free. You don't need a login or anything, like I said, but it's only the most recent five episodes. So, that's the trade off. Um, but they also put the entire season up on Netflix, like soon after, I think it's right after the finale or something like that. Um, not like right after it, but, um, they don't wait until the next season to start. Maybe they do wait to, anyway, my point is I want to watch season three, but I'm not patient enough to wait for it all to be on Netflix. So I might just buy it on Amazon. Um, but first I think I'll watch Sabrina or the chilling adventure the chilling adventures the chilling adventures of sabrina because that's over there on netflix also and it's uh it 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 takes place in the same like they exist at the same time i think like it's not like it's the same universe i don't know if there's crossover at all yet because i don't want to spoil anything i won't get anything spoiled like that but um, it's made by the same people, so I, I think it's meant to be in the same, existing in the same universe. Um, but anyway, I recommend it. Riverdale. It, it does get so over the top, but the more over the top it gets, that uh, the more I like that about it. Um, so that's it for now. Um, let me know what you thought about this week's SmackDown and 205 Live, and also Riverdale. Um, not not the current riverdale but you know what i mean anyway by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links to your friends subscribe on itunes spotify youtube wherever you listen to podcasts and i'll be back with uh week 10 part three the nxt and nxt uk episodes for this week and we're headed right into fast lane and um i'm just gonna be watching that one on tv i won't be there in person so i'll have an episode about it like right after right after it airs so stay tuned for that as well all right thanks for listening and i'll talk to you soon this has been tiw podcast bye